You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Start and reset them. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard, and we are talking about some start-sit calls for week 14 of the fantasy football season. Obviously, it's a huge week, and the thing about this week is it's a really tough week to actually give advice for, I feel like, because people are in really different situations. You know, like in week one, everybody's in the same spot. You're just trying to win as many games over the next 14 weeks as possible. Week 14, you know, especially when it comes to, like, managing your bench spots and stuff, it's different for everyone because some people are already locked into a playoff spot and can start just thinking about DSTs to add for week 15 and handcuff running backs. And some of us, I'm, I'm in 15 leagues. I think I'm locked into the playoffs in nine of them. I'm locked out of the playoffs in three of them. And I've got three where if I win, I've got a pretty good chance of making it. And so those three are the ones I'm really focused on. And a, decisi- a decision I'm going to have to make in a lot of leagues today not today while we're recording, but today while you're listening, Thursday, do I start Jalen Warren? Tough matchup against the, the Patriots, who are the number two rush defense in DVOA this season. But the bigger thing is we don't know what the role is going to look like because last week he took a step back behind Najee Harris. But Najee Harris was added to the injury report on Tuesday, didn't practice Tuesday or Wednesday with a knee injury, and he's questionable. So how are you viewing Jalen Warren this week? First and foremost, let's talk about a theory that I subscribe to on the Thursday night games. It's a short week. I think running backs have a distinct advantage. They can get fresher. Their game plan doesn't change from week to week. And defenses, all 11 of them collectively, have to deal with that. I feel like running backs tend to play better on Thursdays Mm -hmm. than the rest of their offenses do. So if it's a situation where Najee is out and Jalen Warren is the lead back, I took a look at the other running backs on the Steelers roster. It's guys like Anthony McFarland. And, uh, and, and like, I can't even remember the other names that I saw. So no, I don't mean to offend anybody that's there, but I think Jalen Warren would be in line for a pretty sizable workload and would be a must start fantasy running back. If he's the main guy, even though he's running against the Patriots, even though Mitchell Trubisky is his quarterback, I, I, I can't help myself. I'm going to subscribe to the theory that running backs that get a lot of work on Thursdays are going to put up some good numbers. Now, if Najee plays, obviously that changed the calculus a little bit. Could Najee be limited? Mm-hmm. And we see Jalen Warren play 55, 60% of the snaps. We really haven't seen that much this year. I, I think that's a possibility. And that makes me want to start Jalen Warren more than Najee, even if Najee plays. But there's a difference between this. I'm putting one hand barely out of the other if Najee plays mm-hmm. versus this, and now my two hands are so far away and Jalen Warren is way up here and Najee Harris, I don't even know why I held up a hand for Najee if he doesn't play. Maybe that's Anthony McFarland. That could be Anthony McFarland, who, I mean, I wouldn't even recommend him unless you're in a 22-team league and you're just desperate for a warm body that might see five. 
So I, I think the, the takeaway is if you've got Jalen Warren, you need to look at the inactives or read the reports the day of the game. If you've got Najee Harris, you better have a good plan B in place. Because I don't know if Najee's going to be somebody come through for your fantasy team. All right, here's one that I think is really interesting. That's just the Bears' backfield. You know, we saw Roshan Johnson in Week 12 before the bye play 74% of the snaps, a workload that we've never seen from him before. The question is, did that reflect a hey, we really like Roshan Johnson and he's the guy moving forward? Or did that reflect a, hey, we're not so sure how we feel about Khalil Herbert at this point? And one note that I did see out of practice today, first team snaps, first time through, went to Deontay Foreman, Mm. not Khalil Herbert, which is the opposite of what we've seen when both those guys are healthy. Foreman, healthy from that ankle injury. What do you think about Roshan Johnson and this Bears backfield? So let's start with what's been consistent with Roshan Johnson, and that's he's played a lot on third downs. We saw it. it he dominated them. He took every single one of them in their last game against the Vikings, and he played the majority of them in their two games prior. Mm-hmm. If Deontay Foreman is going to be active for the game and it looks like it's trending that way, yeah, I would expect Foreman still has the right to the to the main rushing job, and Foreman will see Herbert and Roshan take some work away from him. I think there's a slim chance that Khalil Herbert might not even be active because I don't yeah. know how he can contribute on special teams. I'd have to go back and look in my notes to see just how much he's done on kick and punt returns. But I think Roshan's locked into that role, third down role, passing downs role. Probably we'll see some semblance of carries on top of it. With Deontay Foreman back, maybe we're talking about 10, 12 touches max for Roshan Johnson makes me less excited to start him, but I am still very happy to have him on my bench because the time might come sooner than later where the bears say, you know what, this rookie running back, let's see what we've gotten him. Let's give him that big workload. Let's let him play 60 plus percent of the snaps and see what he's got. All right, let's do one more starter sit call. And it's, it's a quarterback that I think a lot of people are going to have some tough decisions about because it's Joshua Dobbs who, has been, for the most part, pretty good this season. He's a top-12 quarterback in fantasy points per game overall. Week 12 was a disaster. Uh, four interceptions in that one. There is There were questions about whether he was going to be the starter for the Minnesota Vikings. I think there's real bench-at-halftime risk with Joshua Dobbs. On the other hand, he's got Justin Jefferson back, and he's got a great matchup against the Raiders. We're assuming Justin Jefferson's coming back. Where is Joshua Dobbs ranked for you this week? He's a top 12 quarterback, and it's risky because of what you mentioned. If he goes out there and he stinks against the Raiders, then he could get benched, and we could see Nick Mullins play, and then you're getting an ugly number from Josh Dobbs on your fantasy team. But the flip side to that is you can't forget about what he did in his first four games before Mm -hmm. he laid an egg against the Bears. Three of those games, at least 25 fantasy points. The game where he didn't have 25 fantasy points, a not bad 18 fantasy points. That's in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. I still think he's got that that great ability to scramble and make plays on the run, whether it's with his own legs or by throwing downfield. I still think he wants to throw downfield. Having Justin Jefferson is a very good thing for him. And you mentioned the matchup. You know, the Raiders have done a nice job against bad quarterbacks, but in their last two games against better quarterbacks, those guys have put up some points. I don't know if the Raiders are going to be able to get a lot of pressure on on Josh Dobbs. I would imagine he's got a shot to get you well past 20 fantasy points. I would take the chance on Dobbs this week. All right, that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you tomorrow.
You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. 